This is DWZ Podcast here with J-Rod, the lead at WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling with AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance. There's promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod here. So, welcome back, listeners. I'm sorry that it's been two weeks since I did one of the an episode for all of you. Last week, as you know, I was... Um, I had a lot of things I had to do. Um, you know, the YouTube thing was kept uh, was keeping me up. There were certain ma- events that it was taking forever for me to review and all that other stuff. But I'm here today. Um, as you know, last uh, Saturday was December 24th, Christmas Eve was my birthday. So I uh, it was my birthday. It's no joke, folks. I was born on Christmas Eve, and I hope everybody had a great Christmas. I know you guys probably had some. Nice Christmas dinner, got your presents, I know I got mine, you know, I'm enjoying every moment I have here, as you know. But right now, I'm here to give you guys some great content of wrestling, what's been going on. Now, our first one is about um, Waka Tsukiyama, if you guys been watching what's going on with her, let's recap. Um, back on November 26th, this was New Blood 6, I believe. Waka was in a tag match with Tam Nakano to take on members of Rebel X Enemy, Ram Kaicho, and Maika Ozaki. However, this war between Waka and Ram Kaicho is over, but however, things went a little hectic where Ram Kaicho decided to play like she thinks that she knows better than everybody. She was criticizing Waka for saying, are you sure you're a cosmic angel? But however, this is where the thing goes hayward. Ram Kaicho put this in Tam's head saying, are you responsible for her? So basically, it's more like saying, how can you pick a weak link like her to be part of your unit? So it kind of went on that. Even Waka was saying it's not her fault. But Tam, on the other hand, tells her that every pro wrestler has an invisible power that it will allow them to win. So she's telling her she needs to find it. But after she finds it, that she be waiting for her she asked her to be strong but after that she went closely to what's her name to Nanane Takahashi for having her to inject her the pa- uh, pa- uh, inject her pa- uh, passion of injection you see Nanane Takahashi is the a member of the Neo Stardom Army where they felt that the la- thing that all the current stardom roster lack is passion her first victim was none other than Lady C who's been with the promotion for almost two or three years, I believe. Waka, on the other hand, does qualify that. So, at first, Nanae thought she was going to join her, but that wasn't it. But, Nanae said that she will assess her on the 24th of December, which, of course, is my birthday, but it was part of the year-end climax. So, she will assess her to see how much passion she does have in order to have a singles match. Now, (coughs) before that, there was... Many matches involving the year and climax. Um, let's see. We did see in day three, I believe. I don't remember where they were at. Um, uh, I think I don't remember. Anyway, Waka ended up losing once again, but both Natsupoi and Tam wanted her to cry on their shoulders, but she didn't feel like crying. She just told them just to back up a bit and. And walked off, you know, like she didn't want to cry anymore. Like she knows that she lost. And she didn't even bother showing up at the other event that took place the following day. And, um, I forgot where. In, 
Tochigi, uh, which is the home of the Hanan sisters. So she didn't dare. So there was some changes in the match where uh, Meltier were supposed to team up with her, but to face off <coughs> against members of of Oda Tide. No one knows what really happened. But when once we get to the year end climax, that's when things change. It was a three on two match. I mean, it was very good. I did like how Natsupo was trying to um, pick up uh, you in a suplex. Even Waka gave her the assist, but she got pancaked. But unfortunately, Waka ended up losing once again with the sliding D. Nanane told her that she was she saw a lot of passion in her. Unlike, of course, Meltier. She believes that Meltier doesn't have passion. So she says she'll give her 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 um her um her singles match at New Blood. So we're gonna be waiting till that day comes. But this is the hardest part that really is hurtful to watch. But not to me, but to Tam. Tam, as you know, she's been in a lot of pressure as the leader. <coughs> now keep in mind she's been the leader of 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 course of Cosmic Angels for two years. She's never been in this type of situation ever. So she kind of gave Waka an ultimatum. She tells her that at this rate she could never win. That there's nothing for her to do that she can do for her now. But however, she gave her three months. That if she cannot pick up a win, that she's being asked to leave the Cosmic Angels, which it's hurtful for her to say that. Even Natsupoi was confused, like all this. Even Mina was concerned, knowing that she believes in Waka. So, because Mina, if you guys know this, everybody always believed that Mina was, in fact, the weakest member of the group. Look what happened to her now. Since the five star Grand Prix, she has picked up a big role, winning some good matches, you know, being methodical about her uh, targeting. <coughs> her opponent's knees and all that. Waka should be able to do something like that somehow. So, even Waka said, fine, three months, I, I can do this. But what the show's like, but during the show that happened, at the end when everybody was celebrating, there's a moment where you see like Waka and Tam are like opposite side of each other, not smiling, but Tam was the one crying. I'm, I'm, I feel bad for her. I mean, you know the old saying goes. It's not easy being leader, but Tam was really put in a tough spot. And I don't blame her. I blame Ram Kaicho for putting that in her head. But I can sense Tam does not want to do this. She doesn't want to lose Waka. Now, I know fans out there are saying she needs to let her go. She's better off somewhere else. I mean, if she lets her go, I don't think Tam will ever forgive herself for that. She believes in Waka no matter what, but right now she, it's like her emotions are are being splayed in her head. But Waka did show it on her Twitter that she received a present from Tam. It shows that Tam does care for Waka, but how things are going with her in Cosmic Angels is not going great. I mean, Waka hasn't even picked up a win yet. But what is the possible outcome of this? I mean, will she ever pick up a win in those three months? I know there are people saying she has to pick up a win. And the, o the only way she could win 
It's by pin, getting a pin on the one person that that hurt her, and that person is my Sakura. I would love to see that. I mean, it would be a proper, how to say, justice for Waka for what my Sakura did. Now, if she does pick up a win, I'm not sure if she'll be if she wants to stay or she wants to go. But there are those that say that she's probably better off going to <coughs> Neil Stardom Army. I mean, it could be a good logical choice. So it could it could feel in that way, you know. But I just it's a very interesting story. Like Tam is going through this. People say that this is almost similar to Mayu and Starlight Kid. I mean, look, Starlight Kid felt that Mayu has been holding her back. This is not the same situation, but Kid thinks that one day Mayu will join her in Noto Type. But that's the last thing that Mayu would want. But Tam would not want to lose Waka for this. This is not what she wants. But all we can do is wait and see. But the good thing is she will be participating in the Triangle Derby. She is part of the Rumble match taking place on... Well, it's already the 29th in Japan. Today is the 28th. <coughs> so I'll be looking forward to that. So let's just wait and see what happens. Give me a bit. I have taken a water break. Okay, now, next interesting topic, you may have saw the title, Julia versus Mayo Hiki. Why did I put that? Well, this is something I did not know. Now, how did this start for me? Well, let's go back to November 26th, where they had the official press conference for the brand new uh, uh, league tournament, the Trios League, known as Triangle Derby. <coughs> Amongst the teams is freelancers Rebel X Enemy, consistent right now of Mayuhiki, Ram Kaicho, and Michael Ozaki. Now, on the other side of the stands where people are watching, Julia tells Mayuhiki and Rebel, uh, the rest of Rebel X Enemy, what are you doing here? Maya responded, I just got an offer. And this is, her, and this is what she replied back. You don't belong here. Now, there's a lot of talk about this, but I'll get to that in a bit. But she did ask Rossi to put them in the opening match, in the opening start of the of, of the Triangle Derby, which it will. Now, some of you may ask, what is going on? Like, what is <coughs> the history between Julia and Mayuki? Now, if you guys remember clearly, Julia originated from uh, Ice Ribbon. If you guys remember, she stirred this controversy where she violated her contract with Ice Ribbon, decided to make the jump to stardom and all this and that. Well, it turns out that there's some bit of a history between both Maya and Julia. Um, it turns out that Maya Hiki has challenged, which uh, put her title on the line that she had in the past. The top title of Ice Ribbon, uh, the Ice Infinity Championship. Julia lost to Mayuhiki at least three times. Julia even talked about saying that she felt that Mayuhiki was talking smack behind her back. If you guys remember clearly, uh, Julia did say that she felt that she was, she said that she was a victim in, in Ice Ribbon. Now, I don't know if that's 100% <coughs> true or not, but that's what's going on. So she feels that Mayuhiki 
is invading her territory, her company. I mean, look, this is not Julia's company. She, if she, that's the way it goes. But Mayuhiki received the offer by Rossi Ogawa to make an appearance. She, uh, Rossi is the one paying her. Uh, Rossi and or Bushi Road, whoever is doing the paying, is bringing her in. And I don't think Julia likes that. She, this is the same kind of scenario we saw with with prominence, but. Prominence are not going anywhere because fans are loving prominence. It shows one thing about this story. Prominence doesn't need a big company to become famous. Look at them now. They're everywhere. Even their people are saying here in the States, they want to see Zuzu Suzuki come here to be either on ICW or on GCW. I don't know. I would love to see that. That is one thing I could definitely agree on. Because Julia always claims saying that she's above everyone else. But no, Sudi, Zuzuki have pulled up great impression by the Stardom fans. And they love it. They may be thugs, but you cannot count out the ability of Zuzu, how she is in the ring. That is one of the things why they don't need a company to make them famous. That's the same thing that Mayu Hiki did. She left Ice Ribbon in 2021, last year of December. And she runs a company with Rina Yamashita, who's also friends with Julia, <coughs> uh, my, um, Miyuki Takase, and um, who's the other one? Uh, Surumi Natsu. So it shows proof you don't need a big company to be famous. And I think that Julia thinks you do need a big company. No, you don't. That's the problem. So what is the possible outcome, possible match for this? There are those that do believe that if Julia wins the red belt against Sudi, that there is a strong possibility that Julia will nominate Mayuki for the challenge for the red belt. Now, this is a similar situation with Risa Sarah and Sudi. Now, if you guys remember clearly, let's go back to this. Back in March, uh, when the when they already advertised for a two-day event, the World Climax, Risa Sarah. <coughs> And Sudi have a bit of a history. Sudi hasn't forgotten the humiliation she suffered in the hands of Risa Sarah when she challenged her for that very same belt that Mayuhiki once held. So it would make sense about that. But the only difference is Julia doesn't doesn't not like Mayuhiki. So that was the case. So she would definitely try to get like what she would probably call poet justice for what happened in, in that. So that is like that. So if Julia does win the, the red belt, then she will possibly have that one-on-one -on -one match and probably put Mayuhiki in her place because she does not want her in stardom. Now, however, she can't do nothing about that because Bushiroad or stardom or whoever is doing their initial payment, they're going to pay them well. And I don't think Sudi would like that, but... Business is business. That's something that Julia doesn't understand. She doesn't decide who should come to stardom, who doesn't. And I think that's the thing. I mean, you don't see that with Sudi. I mean, for Sudi, it would be like bringing all the challengers. I don't care. I will break their necks. That's how I see it. But we'll see what happens. Now, let's talk about the WWE returns that already happened. And those are the possibilities. Recently, we saw Bronson Reed, also known as Jonah, 
make his return. Now, was this good timing? I don't know. I felt like <coughs> Jonah did not have the pop that it needed. Now, keep in mind, Jonah did not have the proper... Bronson Reed did not have the proper timing that he needed to make more of his introduction in the main roster. And I felt that was the case. But how did this happen? Triple H said that he made this whole thing with Bronson Reed a priority. He wanted to rehire him back. It would make sense. Look, when Bronson Reed went by Jonah, he was killing it where he was going. I mean, he killed it in Impact Wrestling. He killed it in New Japan. I mean, where where else would you want to kill it at? <coughs> and I say it's going to be interesting. But however, I don't know if if putting him in the main roster was the right call. But only time will tell until hopefully he gets the recognition that he deserves. But the obvious thing that many fans have asked about was his faction that he's in called TMDK, which is a faction based out of Australian wrestlers like Shane Haste and uh, Mikey Nichols. And then there's, of course, the non-Australian native, which is Bad Dude Tito. But uh, Shane Hayes said this, that TMDK will be fine. We, we don't have leaders. It would make sense they don't need have leaders because they all make decisions where they want to go. And I think that's important. So we'll see about that. Now, there has been recent developments with one particular female wrestler who could be making her way back to WWE, and that is Chelsea Green. Now, if you guys remember, <coughs> I have to say... They did not utilize her at well. Now, we know she was involved in NXT for a short time. But they kind of made her go on the jump for the main roster. But later, they let her go. And she ended up going in various promotions. She recently got married to Matt Cardona. All this and that. Now, there were talks and rumors uh, specifically WWE want to bring Chelsea Green back, but Chelsea did say she hasn't heard anything from WWE recently, and I don't know if that's 100% true or not, or they kept it on the DL. I'm not going to confirm any of that, but the recent development, if you guys have been aware, there's, of course, the um, she deactivated her OnlyFans page. Yeah, that was the thing. Some of you may say, question, really? She really did that? Yes, she did have it OnlyFans. So it was kind of interesting to hear something like that. But I'm like, wow, I can't even believe it. But So we'll just get a seat. But we just don't know where she would end up, either SmackDown or Raw. Now, who would I think would come back? I mean, there's a lot of possibilities. I know there's people currently in WWE. They're saying Swerve Strickland should be on his way back. But Swerve says, nope, it's not going to happen. FTR, well... I don't know if they would go back, but I know that we'll see what happens. They say they want to take, once their contract expired by April, that they would definitely want to take a break from the big companies and just wrestle independently for a while. Now, I, I, I get that because I think they need to rediscover themselves even further, and I think that's a good thing. So we'll just wait and see what happens then, and who else would I think would go back? trying to think of any other wrestlers. I don't know about Ruby Soho, who was known as Ruby Riot. I'm not sure about her. 
But we'll find out. So we'll see. Now, as you all know, December 23rd was the end of Suzuki Goon. If you guys don't know what I'm referring to, let's talk. Earlier this month, Minoru Suzuki talked about, he said he has something cooking. We don't know what he meant. <laughs> there were speculations that there could be a new member, which would have been awesome. And then he announced that Suzuki Goon will be no more. Shocking. Shocking. They said that they will be going on their own ways, their own paths. It was kind of like, wow, I can't even believe that happened. And Minoru Suzuki kind of gave his thoughts about each member, about how Minar, uh, Kanemaru is very dependable inside and outside the ring. Uh, Lance Archer will always be his brother. Um, he's <laughs> said Tai Chi is all good for nothing, but look at him now that all the knowledge he gained. Doiki but a thug, but he has shown how much he has crawled out of hell. Desperado becoming one of the best, one of the aces of the junior heavyweight division in New Japan. Um, who else? He, Zack Sabre Jr., someone he would definitely would like to wrestle against and all that. And I thought it was a very mo touching thing for him, you know, talk about each member, what he thought of them. I was like, wow. But in order for <coughs> Suzuki Goon to end, there was one thing that had to end as well. And that is, of course, Takataichi, which is a collaboration show that Takamichinuku and Taichi done together. And it was the most saddest thing how it ended. Taichi lost his, ma lost his match. So did Taka. So it was the last... So we will not be seeing any more of these events, Takataichi, ever again. And I felt bad for Miho Abe. I mean, I love watching her presence being there. I mean, being the lucky charm that she is to Taichi and all this and that. And, of course. And then there was the showdown with um, among Suzuki-kun. One team we have, uh, what was it? Taichi. <coughs> um. Doiki, Kanemaru, and I forgot who else, versus Suzuki, Lance Archer, Zack Sabre Jr. But it was, of course, um, Taichi who picked up the win. And, of course, everybody gave their initial thoughts, what they thought about Suzuki Goon. It was so interesting to see that. Zack Sabre Jr. said that he felt Suzuki Goon was more than just in a faction or a unit. It was more to him like family. And it, it it is hard, you know, to see. Once they were the hated faction and now they're being loved by the people. I mean, it transitioned like that, I don't know, over time. But it's great. But however, this match did not end with that. It ended with, of course... Iska, who we haven't seen for quite some time since he retired, showed up. <laughs> you cannot end 
a Suzuki Goon without. But what is the aftermath for Suzuki Goon? What they will do now? Now, recently on, on Christmas Eve, we a uh, Christmas Day, Tai Chi and Kanemaru did appear in All Japan Pro Wrestling in a tag match. Now, if you guys know this or not, um, Tai Chi originated from the All Japan Dojo prior before going to All Japan to New Japan. But I don't I haven't seen that match yet. But hopefully, I get to see it. Minoru Suzuki will be, of course, uh, going freelancing. But he did stated like he felt that no nobody from the Suzuki Kun wants to let him go. But he felt that he's been helling them back due to the fact that throughout the year he's been doing a lot of freelancing. You know, going here in the states, back in Japan. I mean, he made appearances in all Japan, and all that. So it, it would make sense. But he did state it that he is not done with New Japan yet. <coughs> he wants to proceed for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. It would make sense for that. And many fans have talked about that. They want to see that. So we'll see about that. But as for Zack Sabre Jr., we know that he said that he will be... We know he's set to face Ren Narita in the finals for the IWGP World Television Championship match. But he did stated that, you know, Taichi felt that he was the one, well, Taichi felt himself that he was the one helling back Zack Sabre Jr. And Zack kind of agreed with them, but he tells them, we need to proceed on our own individual paths. We need some IWGP singles, IWGP gold. I'd say it should happen. I mean, we're getting a brand new IWGP title coming up soon. The IWGP KOPW Championship, which will happen on the Rando on um, Wrestle Kingdom on January 4th. <coughs> but we'll see what happens then. I would love to see that. But their fans are saying Taichi should step up to reform what was left of Suzuki Goon and make it Taichi Goon. I mean, it would be a good concept. I felt that Taichi has grown up a lot. I mean,. He was this arrogant ass that he was from the very beginning. But now that he's like mature enough, I feel Taichi should step up. Reform what was left of Suzuki Goon and make it Taichi Goon. Make it better. Make it cooler. Make it more like people should love you back. And I think that's what he needs to do. But only time will tell when that happens. And I am definitely will be looking forward to it when that day comes. But for now, let's just wait and see. Maybe, hopefully, after January 4th, Wrestle Kingdom. Now, our last thing is coming from Gambari Pro uh, Wrestling. Now, if you guys aren't familiarized with Gambari Pro, let me explain this. This is a sister promotion from the Cyber Fight, which owns uh, DDT Pro Wrestling, uh, Tokyo Yoshi Pro Wrestling, and Pro Wrestling Noah. Gambari Pro serves as a promotion where freelancers can come in and wrestle. It doesn't matter what promotion you guys are in or where you've been. If you're wrestling everywhere in the in the country, you're welcome. So I, I love the promotion. It's so unique. They did not have a championship. They did have uh, the junior heavyweight title that currently is being picked up by another promotion, a trios title, but that one's also been picked up. But now they have this brand new title, the um, the Spirit of Gambari, Gambari Openweight Ch World Championship. Uh, <coughs> but if you haven't seen it, check it out. It's on Wrestle Universe. But interesting for interesting developments 
that will ha that's going to happen for Gambari Pro in 2023. Now, I'm right now in debate about getting Wrestle Universe, which I can watch this. I feel like I want to do that. I'm also debating about possibly signing up with um, Stardom World to watch all the Stardom stuff. I feel like I want to do that, but we'll see what happens. But here are the four interesting developments that was announced. The first one, we have Gambari Yoshi. Now, if you guys don't know what that means, here's it is. In Gambari Pro, we do have Yoshi wrestlers that come in. Either they face other Yoshi wrestlers or they're involved in intergender intergender matches or uh, mixed tag matches. That sort of thing. And But whenever Yuna Manase, who is more in charge of the Yoshi wrestlers there, <coughs> those are her girls. She's like, I feel like the booker and the handler for that. And whenever they go visit other Yoshi promotions, they're considered themselves as the Gangjo, which is G-A-N-J-O, Gangjo. Um, and I think that shows us, okay, they're being serious. And now they're going to have a show of their own. All women's, no men, no mixed tag matches. So there is no date when will it come. It is going to happen on 2023rd. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if this be run by Yuna Manaze, who is a veteran in the wrestling, in the Yoshi wrestling world. Uh, she trained a lot of wrestlers. You may know them. There's Tam Nakano, Natsupoi, um, Unagi Sayaka, and of course, uh, Nao Kakuda, who you've seen her on Tokyo Yoshi Pro. So you have many others. <coughs> so that shows us a lot. So if that's the case, then I'm up. I'm down with it. I'm down to see this promotion happen. Now, the next interesting development, now, every promotion we've seen in Japan, they have their own version of WrestleMania, kind of like, um, let's see, for DDT, it's the Wrestle Peter Pan, that's their version of WrestleMania, I uh, forgot what Pro Wrestling Noah has for theirs, but uh, um, as for um, Tokyo Show Pro Wrestling, there's uh, the Grand Princess, that's one right there, um, but for Gam Gambari Pro, they have Wrestle Sekigahara. They already had one this past July on the 10th, uh, <coughs> which was cool. They announced that there's going to be um, that particular event is back for part for Sekigahara Wrestle Gets Sekigahara 2. It's going to take place on July 9th of 2023 at the same venue where they were last last July. Uh, Ota Ward uh, Gymnasium. Uh, talent will be announced at some later dates. I will put on this pin, if you guys follow me on my YouTube channel, I will talk about that a lot. Now, they even talk about this thing called the Young Gabari Cup. Now, I don't know if Gambari Pro has any young boys involved, but if they, if they do, it would be a pr perfect thing for them to have. Uh, this will take place a day after Wrestle Kingdom on the 5th of January in 2023. So, I'm looking forward to it. Now, biggest uh, <coughs> turnaround... They just recently hired a guy named Michi Yoshi uh, Mishima. Now, according to what they're saying, this guy used to work for the Nip Nippon Broadcasting System, which is, of course, a uh, where they watch a lot of the ice um, whatever uh, programming in. But he also was <coughs> an ice ribbon staff, so I don't know uh, much about him. But according to them. <coughs> <coughs> uh, excuse me. According to what they're saying, he's been appointed as a consultant for Gambari Pro Wrestling. 
but he, according to what they're saying now, um, he'll be working closely with Ken Oka to improve the Gambari Pro, uh, uh, Gambari Pro promotion. I have to say, it's a good uh, thing because I felt in this moment a Gambari Pro could use a lot of improvement, a, a few improvements. I mean, don't get me wrong, it is a good promotion. I like the wrestlers they bring in, a lot of freelancers, so we could see many wrestlers. For a freelance, I, I, there's still one I haven't seen yet, and that is Unagi. I was like, I, I'm, I don't know, but we'll see what happens then. I, I'm just looking forward to it. But what I think about these uh, uh, developments with um, Gambari Pro, I have to say, I love the idea of the y Gambari Yoshi brand taking place. I love the idea. I can't believe Rusty Sekigahara Two is coming back. <coughs> this Gambari Young Gambari Cup. Interesting, and this guy who's going to help improve Kambari Pro Wrestling. Great stuff, I have to say. So I think that's pretty much it. So right now, as you guys should know, um, I'm currently still working on my latest episode. I believe this is 932 on my YouTube channel. If you guys don't have my YouTube channel, um, check it out. Subscribe to it. Tell all your friends that they love reviews of pro wrestling of anything from New Japan. Um, stardom, anywhere you guys like, I will definitely will be reviewing it. Um, this podcast is only um, was created to talk about content every once a week that I may not be able to talk about on the channel. Um, I used to do it every day, but I felt, you know, this, um, how to say, it's better to just like this, but I'm okay with the idea. So right now, this is the final episode for 2022. I can't wait. 2023 to start can't wait to see uh what else i can do for you uh let's see right now we're only okay so <laughs> so our next possible i will be making my way is right right on january 4th which is ironically wrestle kingdom <laughs> so that's kind of interesting so we'll see what happens then um Hopefully, I don't get caught up with anything other than this. So, I think that's it for now for everybody. I'll see you guys on the next episode. So, I must bid all of you adieu. So, goodbye. Mwah. And have a nice day. Bang!